the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. Folks, it is not a time to compromise on any biblical truth so as to not offend the world around us. This is not this is not the time. The Bible, the Word of God, is the most perfectly balanced book ever written, and it presents a perfectly balanced God. I have said this literally thousands of times in the last 23 years that I've been doing this daily and the 31 or 32 years that I've actually had a talk show here on WRFD. The devil lives in the extremes. I don't care what the topic, I don't care what the subject, if the devil can get us to go to one extreme or the other, he wins. It's true. And when we're talking about the character of God, the two primary extremes are love and judgment. Well, which describes God? Both. But the devil would love it if we go to one extreme or the other. Now, This pendulum goes back and forth between legalism, which is an extreme on God's judgment and justice, God is always angry, and license, where God is just love, 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 and he doesn't care what you do, what you say, where you go. He doesn't care because he just loves you. And by the way, love is love. Yeah, these two extremes. And both of these extremes destroy a biblical understanding of who God is. Is God love? Yes, the Bible says God is love. There is no real love apart from God. God is absolute love. Jesus was the embodiment of the love of God. You cannot look at the crucifixion of Jesus Christ and not be overwhelmed with the love of God, the love of Jesus. I don't know how many of you saw the, the, uh, the uh, Mel Gibson movie that incredibly powerful movie about Jesus. Joy and I saw it with about 
2,000 pastors down in Florida when it was when it was first released, The Passion of the Christ. I still have indelibly printed in my mind and my memory the scene of the scourging of Jesus and the crucifixion. And I was overwhelmed, as was everybody else who watched it. This is about love. Jesus endured this. Jesus designed this. Please remember that the Bible says Jesus was not only the finisher of our faith, he was the author. In the Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, it was Jesus the Son who came up with this whole plan. And he endured the incredible suffering of the cross because of love. But when you look at the crucifixion, if you really understand what was happening, you must also see a righteous, holy God pouring out his wrath, his anger, his justice upon sin. Jesus was being punished for our sin. All of the wrath of God was poured out in that one afternoon upon Jesus Christ. You cannot understand the cross without understanding love and justice. They were perfectly wed that day at Calvary. To take away the justice of God is to destroy the meaning of the cross. To take away the love of God is to destroy the meaning of the cross. And when we present the gospel, it is good news. But the reason it's good news is because of the bad news. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. There is none righteous, no, not one. The wages of sin is death. There is no good news without the bad news. How can someone be saved if they don't understand that they're lost? And so to go to this thing of marriage, homosexuality, lesbianism, transgenderism, and so forth, we must present this or attempt to deal with this from a balanced biblical perspective. Homosexuality is sin. Homosexual behavior is sin. It is wrong. God calls it an abomination. Marriage is designed one man, one woman. Nothing else meets the standards of God because God invented the whole thing. We can't sugarcoat it. God condemns it, all of it. This whole transgenderism hoax, this fantasy is a slap in the face of God. God didn't know what he was doing when he created men and women. When God designed males and females, God didn't know what he was doing. Man has to come to that determination. Man can determine whether he's a man or a woman, whatever he feels like. Who cares how God designed him? 
It is man becoming God. It is literally an affront to the creative genius of God. It is wrong. It is sin. And not only that, it's destructive. It's harmful. But on the other side, Jesus died for everybody. He died for people who are same-sex attracted. He died for people who are confused about their gender and their sexuality. He died for them, and he loves them. But there was no love in affirming what God condemns, and there was no love in affirming something that will ultimately hurt them and harm them. Please remember something. And I've said this so many times, and I think most of you understand this. There was one and only one reason why God called anything sin. Well, God just didn't like it. No, 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 no. There's one and only one reason why God called anything sin. It's harmful to us. It will hurt us. It will harm us. God is the perfect parent. He's the perfect creator. He knows what is good for us. He knows what will harm us. And those things that will hurt us, will harm us, will be detrimental to us, which will destroy us, God says, don't do that. It's sin because it will hurt you. It will harm you. And so there is no love in drawing a circle around people who are living in a lifestyle that God condemns and that Jesus died for. Please remember, Jesus did not die to leave people in their sin. Jesus died to to deliver them from their sin. Take a look at Isaiah 61. It's a prophetic reference to when Jesus would come and he would set the captive free. He would open the prison doors wide open. That's what Jesus does. He sets people free that are slaves to sin. He sets people free that are prisoners to their own sin and their own self-destructive mechanisms. Jesus died for them, not to leave them how they are. Jesus died to set us free, to change us. Andy Stanley and so many others like him are deceiving. I don't know whether they're deceived themselves. I don't know the heart of Andy Stanley. I don't know. But I know that he is deceiving people and saying, Jesus just drew circles. He didn't draw lines. He drew circles. Big circles. But he drew some very powerful lines as well. And we must not erase them. Bob wants to come to your church. Find out how to host a CrossPower weekend at crosspower.net.
Speaking of a Cross Power Weekend, Joy and I will be conducting a Cross Power Weekend uh, this Saturday and Sunday at Samantha Bible Baptist Church down in Samantha, Ohio, uh, right outside of Hillsboro. Looking forward to being with folks down there in uh, Samantha. I think the address is actually Leesburg. But uh, Samantha Bible Baptist Church, Saturday, Sunday, a cross-power weekend. And yes, we would love to do a cross-power weekend at your church. Our website, crosspower.net. Crosspower.net. All right. Uh, We'll leave the theological things here for just a moment. This falls into the you-can't-make-this-up category. Uh, There is a large coal-powered power plant in the state of Kansas um, that was set to be shut down in, um, was it uh, next year? Yeah. Uh, It was supposed to be closed late this year or early next year. It is the coal-fired unit number four at the Lawrence, Kansas Energy Center. Now, why was coal-fired unit four at Lawrence Energy Center in Kansas slated to be shut down the end of this year or sometime early next year? Well, to save the planet, of course, to save the planet, you know, because we're going to electric vehicles, and we can't have those nasty coal-burning power plants destroying the atmosphere. Well, it has been determined that, uh, well, uh, unit number four at the Lawrence Energy Center in Kansas will... uh, will not be shut down. In fact, it's going to be expanded. Say what? Uh, it was going to be shut down, and now it's going to be expanded. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, which means it's going to burn even more coal than before. Well, why the change? Well, <laughs> the uh, clean energy people are building a battery factory in Kansas. Yeah, to power all those electric vehicles that are going to save the planet. Yeah. A new electric vehicle battery plant is being built outside of Lawrence, Kansas, and... (laughs) In fact, let me read from the story so you know I'm not making this up. Here it is. A new electric vehicle battery factory in Kansas will require so much energy that a coal plant slated for closure will now remain open, plus it will be expanded. Yeah. yeah. The massive EV battery factory will require enormous amounts of power. So much energy, in fact, that a local coal-fired plant will be expanded, and the life of the plant will be extended. (laughs) Oh, my goodness, you can't make this up. 
Why are they building the electric vehicle battery plant? To save the planet. How are they going to power the plant that's going to save the planet? With a coal-fired power plant that's destroying the planet. Yeah, that, yeah, that uh, makes, uh, makes perfect sense to me. Oh, goodness. Oh, there's so much of this. If you want some interesting reading, uh won't take you long to pull some of the stuff up. Uh, pull up how much energy does it take to make lithium batteries? Or pull up what environmental impact does the manufacturer of lithium batteries have? Just, just pull that up. Do a little casual reading. You will find that all of these efforts to save the planet are actually not really very good for the environment. And I've yeah, I've dealt with that so many times before. Hey, before I go off the air, ladies, uh, let me tell you about Smile, a women's evening with Carrie Pomeroli. It is coming up on October 29th. And you can get your tickets like now. Tickets just went on sale, I think, yesterday. I think. Anyway, tickets are on sale now at the wordcolumbus.com. It's going to be a night of laughter, fellowship, enjoyment with other ladies. It's Sunday evening, October 29th. Uh, many of you will recognize the name Carrie Pomeroli. Uh, She has toured with the uh, Women of Faith. She has spoken with Johnny Erickson Tata, uh, Danny Goki, the Newsboys, uh, Tim Hawkins, Candace Cameron Bure. uh, Well, she's she's even spent time with Pat Boone, casting crowns, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, she will be here in Columbus on Sunday evening, October 29th for Smile. A Women's Evening with Carrie Pomeroli. Get your tickets before they sell out. In fact, now would be a good time. You can check out all of the details at the word Columbus.com. The word Columbus.com. Hey, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me on this beautiful Tuesday afternoon. I hope you have a wonderful evening. But please, wherever you go and whatever you do, remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.